Welcome back to the show, ladies and gents. Today we have our top five arch nemesis wrestling is on site characters. Just a quick disclaimer, these are not realistic. We are not gonna attack anybody. This is based off of the characters and information that is readily public and out in the world. We are not violent, nor are we trying to be violent, okay? We wanna make this clear that this is simply for entertainment purposes. Please do not take it any more seriously. And that is where we will leave it. So if you guys are ready to listen to Alexis and I rant and rave on a top five, then keep on listening. I'll see you guys in there. It is time for top five. Ooh, it's time for we- top five. All right. So <laughs> we and Alexis are going to do our top five arch nemesis. Now, here are the rules. You can pick wrestlers, the personas of the wrestlers. I'd rather stick to the personas so we can keep it lighthearted. And you can pick people who are well-known in the wrestling industry. But we are not attacking anybody and we're just having a good time because people take things a little bit too seriously on the internet. So I want to make that disclaimer very clear. This is about kayfabe. We're not attacking anyone. So let's just keep it real. All right? We might say something. Go ahead. All right, so I want to actually, oh, I want to read Nicole's list off because she actually sent her top four wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number four is Jericho, for obvious reasons. Hold on a sec. What do you have? What do you have, dog? Give me that. Uh, Okay, so, ew, I just stuck my hand down my dog's throat. That's gross. Uh, So number, number four is Chris Jericho. Number three is Tessa Blanchard. I don't think we have to discuss that either. That's not uh, a good one. <laughs> number two is Darby Allen. Oh. Because uh, the, uh, you know, claims of a, uh, the alleged, I'm just going to say alleged because Darby has lawyers mm. um, because of him allegedly being abusive to Priscilla, uh, Priscilla Kelly, a.k.a. Uh, uh, mm. Judy. I forgot her. I forgot her NXT name. Wow. <laughs> uh, but number two is Darby Allen, and number one is Gail Kim. And I can honestly tell you why she does not like Gail Kim, because every time some shit goes down, Gail Kim has to play the fucking victim card and make it all about her. Somewhere. And then it was, how did you find that sock? I've been looking for it for months. <laughs> Here, Odie. Odorous. How can you be plastic? How are you finding this shit? <laughs> but yeah, so uh and she just opens her mouth when her opinion is just not needed. Nicole, if I say it wrong, please correct me later, okay? All right. So starting with number five. Yep. Uh number five. I'm gonna say Vince Russo. Ooh. This is a good one. Don't like Russo. I get it. He's the guy who brought the Attitude Era. But looking back at it now, while yeah, there was some good shit that happened, there was a lot of bad shit that when I rewatch it as an adult, I wonder why my parents let me watch this in the first place. Fair point. Um, I blame him. Well, there's a lot of people that I like to blame, but he's one of the people that I blame for um, TNA slash Impact getting kicked off the Spike Network because uh, before the Spike Channel, it was the Nashville Network, and that's where WWE used to have Raw for a hot second. That was like a weird couple of years, and that's when Russo was doing his thing, and I guess they had... Hang on. Yeah, here. What the fuck do you have now? Ugh. Never get a dog. Ugh. Ready? You know what? It's bedtime. Get in the bed. No, I'm tired of you. Nope. Nope. We were adopted. Want you to know that? Sorry, I talk trash to my dog. Um, 
but he was one of the reasons because uh, they said, look, we just don't want Russo back here. And Dixie Carter went and did it anyway. So he's now he's trying to be like, oh, you know, I'm not that bad of a person. Dude, when you have me agreeing with Jim Cornette, I automatically hate you. Like, on sight. But yeah. Fuck Russo. Your turn. Um, okay. So my number five is Sammy Guevara. Damn it, you took one of mine. He gets on my nerves. He gets on my nerves. And I just, I, ooh, ooh. I, actually, I'm going to amend that and Tay Conti can be right there with him because, like, that ass, I don't like, I don't like when people are just out here lying and just tell everybody you wanted to be at the top of the mountain in the NXT. They didn't see it for you. So you let Luchasaurus was like, come on over here and come on over here and you can get what you need. But you were pushed to the top and were, were like shown heavily in AEW over girls who were very much better than you 100% in the ring and as characters like the only reason why you had any type of heat was because of the shit you and Sammy Guevara did off screen Mm -hmm. so like my thing was like you didn't even draw the heat naturally as a heel wrestler you drew the heat from some shit that you and your husband did off screen and it's like bro it's like damn what you I don't like art I just don't like you I just don't like you I don't like you I don't I don't like your wife Y'all get on my nerves. Mm. Get on my nerves. All right, so my turn? Yep. Four, and I'm pretty sure he's on your list. Terry fucking Balea. Dun, dun, dun. I hate this guy. Like, when I was a kid, I was a little Hulkamaniac. Pretty sure we all were. But when you get older... And your heroes like are still living, and you hear some shit about them, changes your whole perspective about them. Like this is true. Hogan, and you can agree with me on this. Hogan literally fucked wrestling to the point where now it's getting to be good for the wrestlers to be there. Like, yeah. yeah. God bless his soul, because he recently just passed superstar Billy Graham. He came up with the idea to start a wrestler's union back in the 80s, which was, like, really unheard of. Hogan overheard it, and he went and squealed on him. He he just politics and politics and politics, and no matter where he was... He always had to be on top of the mountain. Please explain to me why Hulk Hogan was a main event draw and TNA of all fucking places. Oh, he's Hulk Hogan. Like, <laughs> and I expect just, nothing less. He's just not a good person. We can tell that by the company that he used to keep. Well, no. Um. Oh yeah, and he's racist as hell. Yeah. I grew up in Tampa and you either loved Hogan and his family or you hated him. And I was on the side that hated him. Mm-hmm. For a Hogan beach bar, yes, unfortunately, that's still a thing. Last time I checked, it's like a dress code, right? Even though it's supposed to be on the beach. One of the things is no do rags, no low rising pants. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you rags, huh? You mean the shit that you've been rocking because your hairline's been running away from you ever since the 70s? Right. <laughs> like, we know you got a, a hair track t- attached to the back of that bandana, fool. Aww. Just went to the shop and bought one of them bandanas with the hair on the bottom. 
Why you ain't got no hair? We know that. (laughs) It's just like, you hear the stories about him. Nobody really likes him. God bless the Iron Sheik. (laughs) That that is hilarious. He wakes up every day and chooses violence with that man. And I love it. He like, good morning to everybody except for Hulk Hogan. Hogan. (laughs) I just, I fucking Iron Sheik. God bless him. Um, He's hilarious. But you never hear anybody saying anything good about Hogan. And it's like, people have said it. Like, anywhere he went, he took that shine off of other people. Like, honestly, Macho Man should have been the bigger star in WWE. And to me, he will always be the bigger star than Hogan. Because as I grew up out of my Hulkamania phase, and I got more Macho Man. And now as an adult, I go back and I watch the stuff with Macho that I should have the face of WWE. Not. But Hogan has fucked wrestling so bad to now is the point with this generation. They're trying to get it fixed by the old school. Don't like. Mm -hmm. Which I said. We'll talk about that more in depth next time. Number four for me, I'm going to have to agree with Nicole and pick Tessa Blanchard. I don't like Tessa. I feel like Tessa is entitled. I feel like she believes that because her father is Tully Blanchard that she somehow deserves some type of preferential treatment. She is disrespectful volatile and she's racist as well and i just don't like that hope and if given the opportunity i will definitely it would be on site with me and her because i don't like her um i'm, I'm just i the things that you, i've seen and what i've heard from her and how she behaves is just just it's just gross and it's and it doesn't have to be that way because i was rocking with tessa I was rocking with Tessa. I was like, Tessa Blanchard is the 10, is the Impact Women's Champion. She's the first women's champion to ever hold the men's champion. First and only, as far as I know. Yeah. Holding that men's championship set a precedent and could, and then when you come to find out, you was a piece of shit. Like, yo, it's like, trying, damn. You were trying to get homegirl hired back by NXT. Right, I'm like, damn, Tessa, you about to set a thing. Like, maybe you can go back to NXT. Like, you might have had a legitimate opportunity or reason behind your behavior, which, you know, Ricochet wasn't exactly being the best kind of guy, but it didn't require her to act out of character because he didn't know how to keep it in his pants. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was Ricocheting around. Yeah, like, I mean, he, if he was cheating, that's his cross to bear. You feel me? But... Like, I feel like you didn't have to ruin your career because of it. You know, like, you was belligerent. You was out of line. You should have kept your shit together so you can have what you needed for yourself. But uh, anyways, you fucked up yourself. And then Gail Kim's bum ass was defending you and shit. And that's what killed me. I'm like, so the racism that's happening to you and in the company that you used to work for is okay. But the racism that's happening to the other girls and it's not happening and it's happening all the time to them, you excuse that. Like, nah, get the fuck out of here. Let's not forget, if anybody fucking spits on you, it's on fucking sight. Like, you have the right to defend yourself. Which, uh, La Rosa, that's what she did punched her dead in her shit, which I don't fucking blame her. She should have hit her in her shit. Mm-hmm. I whooped her ass, too. But <laughs> and order number three is Alexis's turn. Number three. Number three. And I'm you beaver teeth looking motherfucker. Who? When you have me green with Cornette, fuck you. Fuck you. Fucking racist ass. You have all that money working at the WWE and you never got your goddamn teeth fixed. 
You didn't go to Roman and be like, where'd you, hey man, where'd you get your teeth done at? We all know Roman got his teeth done. Don't even fucking lie. Oh yeah, he did. There was one day I'm watching, I'm like, why does his teeth look blue? Roman's teeth was big and white. I'm like, damn, where'd you get them chicklets from? <laughs> Sir, ain't just a smiling now all of a sudden. He wants to hold people back because of their accents. He's saying Becky Lynch couldn't be a women's champion because her accent's too thick. Finn Balor can't do anything. Because just say you're jealous of not having an Irish accent and move on, my G. Finn Balor is one of the finest Irish dudes I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't care what he says. He can say whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> just put him on TV. Bring me from the phone book. I never heard of a wrestler being sponsored by fucking Armani. I right. never heard of that shit before ever a day in my life. <laughs> Nobody's ever done it but him. Mm-hmm. And you worried about access. I'd be more worried about looking like that, working in a company where the men look like that. Okay. Be ashamed of yourself. And then it's the rumors are true. John Laurinaitis, the creep that he is, came and busted your ass when you said something about his stepdaughters. Oh, what did he say about the girls? I was just saying something. A rumor on the street is that he said for the Bella Twins to get anywhere, Nikki would have to do something for him. Oh. This is word on the street, okay? Word got back to Laurinaitis, and I heard he slapped the shit out of him. Ooh. But that's just what I Allegedly, that's what they say. Word on the street. Seriously, fuck this dude. Fuck this I ain't ever seen a dude that looked like he chomped down trees for a living. <laughs> he just, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of one of those villains from Dick Tracy. If you ain't never, you know, if you're too yes. young to know what Dick Tracy is, like when we were kids, when we were kids, there was a movie called Dick Tracy. It had Warren, Warren Beatty was in it. I think that's his name. And he wore a yellow jacket and had, I remember it because that movie had really bright, vibrant colors in it. And like all of the villains was called something weird. So if they were big nose, hairy, their noses were abnormally large. If they had like um, a Nick, damn, if they had like a a nickname for, uh, oh God, what was it? Oh, if they were called like Big Dick, like it was Big Dick Tracy, like, they would have like, <laughs> there was a parody on Robot Chicken where the character Dick Tracy literally was the shape of a dick. But in the movie, Dick Tracy was just a detective, right? He reminds me of one of those fucking characters. When I say y'all got to Google Dick Tracy, you need to do it. Because you're going to be like, okay, I get it. I promise. It was so campy, but it was just, well, and then Madonna as Breathless Mahoney. With the black dress. Right. Like, when I was a little kid, I'm like, I'm going to be a I girl. <laughs> nah, seriously, fuck that dude. I don't like him. You, you're just like all these other dinosaurs fucking stuck in the past, man, and you just can't get over the fact that half these women in the locker room, Rhea Ripley alone could probably bench press you if she really wanted to. I kick his ass just because I could. I'd kick his ass just for looking like that. Honestly, I'd be like, he looks like Looks like the kind of guy who doesn't brush his teeth and his toenails look like fucking talons. Oh my God. I can imagine. You're probably right. You're probably right. (laughs) Self throw up. Hang on. Nah, seriously, fuck Kevin Dunn. Him and Russo and all them, fuck you guys. I should have put you all together, but I really wanted to fucking just tell you off because you know. You micro needle dick motherfucker. You are just. So, all of mine from here on out are going to be strictly kayfabe. I had to mention mention Tessa Blanchard and uh, uh, Sammy Guevara and his wife because they really get under my skin. But I'm going character wise. I swear to goodness. I don't like Tiffany Stratton or Kiana James as characters. They get on my nerves. If I 
was like in a real in a world where those characters existed it'd be fucking on site with me i can't do it that archetype mean girl bullshit and y'all all y'all that be listening to this gonna come in and be like no kiana's just a girl boss bitch fuck you no she is not no she's not anytime you are beyond willing to destroy somebody's legitimate business because you don't like them or go after a girl, go after a dude just to tear his heart into pieces in front of everybody like you're trash. Hey, Brooks and Dunn. Like huh? you're trash, bro. You're trash. Bottom of the barrel, garbage juice, trash. All right? You're garbage. Tiffany Stratton, she's just another version of a mean girl. Rich girl character. Daddy pays all her bills. She doesn't have to work for anything. Then she leaves, go get your checks done, it comes back, and now she's the it girl again. And it's like, girl, like promo-wise, like you don't be saying nothing. Tits fall yet? What'd you say? Tits fall yet? I mean, yeah, her setup, she's good. Poor Jay, whose tits haven't fell yet. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't like you, bro. Like, I legitimately want to beat your ass. Like, every time I see you two hoes, it's gonna be on site with me every single time because I can't stand it. Them, those type of characters irritate the fuck out of me. That to me, that's not cunt. To me, that's not you're not giving. You're not giving real shit. Like, I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. You could be a villain without being a mean girl. Rhea Ripley does it very well. And she does it better. She's not a mean girl. And she's not lying when she says she's a dominant champion. She very well can be. And given the matches that she has had since she's been champion, they have not, have they not been dominant? They have. So she's not lying. And then she's not making shit up. <laughs> Being a <laughs> Does she protect Dominic? Sure. And she makes no qualms about it. She'll stand in the way. She'll take a hit. She'll knock somebody out. Like she's not one of those type of bitches. So I'm not mad at Rhea Ripley for doing what she does. Does she get on my nerves? Absolutely. But there's a staunch difference between a villain and a mean girl. And like, I don't fuck with the mean girls. And like another person I'm gonna name on my second list because ooh, ooh, the second person is is another example of that. But she in a class all by herself. So I'll get to her in a minute. But it's Alexis's turn. Between being a bitch and a bitch. Like a bitch is Tiffany Stratton. Like that's the kind of bitch that you know talks a lot of game and you know you could slap her one time and that's all you need to do. Then there's right. Rhea. Like you see this woman coming at you and you're like, uh, Father Patre, you know, like you're just praying to like anybody at this point. Please don't kill me. But like, <laughs> there's a difference though, you know? Um, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of this girl, number two is Eva Marie. Oh Lord Jesus. Correct. Time. Y'all can go find that. That was the first roast session we ever did. And I laid into this woman because I got no love or respect for her. Yeah, she tore Eva Marie ass up. She did. So she's still on her bullshit about trying to get WWE's attention. Go home, Roger. You know what? Maybe. If you actually took the time that you do, I got to the point where she kept showing up on my feed. I had a blocker because wow. I just normally here's the thing. Yes, I went off about Soraya and a bunch of people, but they don't get on my goddamn nerves because I can ignore them because I know they're how they, I know people like that and how they are in real life. And they're whiny just to get the attention. And the fact that I don't give them the attention that they want drives them crazy. That's how you deal with people like that. But sometimes you just want to slap the absolute dog 
shit out of somebody. And Eva Marie is that. So maybe if you spend as more time training how to fucking wrestle and catch up to the girlies nowadays instead of being on fucking TikTok and Instagram and all this shit making videos like day 536 of trying to get the WWE to resign me again. So what? You can be a three-time walkout? You're not a good person. You've said real ignorant shit about the military and Black Lives Matter. And if I ever see you, I'm ripping your fucking weave off. I said that the first time. I'll say it again. I'll fucking whip your weave off and choke you with it. Oh, God. Got that natural hair color, yeah. Mm-mm. I don't like her. She irks my fucking soul. And like a lot of these times, I can pity people, but sometimes these people I absolutely fucking hate. And I don't hate a lot of people, but these people... They try me, Tiff. They try me. (laughs) Like, no. It's like that. You and me are that audio on TikTok. It's like me, like, I, uh, what was that? Oh, I stopped the murder today. How? Self control. Right. (laughs) Tiff knows if I ever, never going to be able to reel me back in. Like, I'm not saying I'm at, I'm going out looking for these people to beat their ass, but if I just happen to see Kevin Dunn at like fucking Trader Joe's getting cabbage or whatever, I'll fucking walk up to him and hit him with the goddamn cabbage. I'm not afraid to go. <laughs> what are you in for hitting Kevin Dunn? Pretty sure somebody would start a go fun. <laughs> Do they even, <laughs> they even sell cabbage at Trader Joe's? I don't know. Probably for like I think they sell everything at Trader Joe's. You can get anything and everything at Trader Joe's. 16 bucks for a head of cabbage. Fuck eats cabbage. Anyway. <laughs> so who's your number two? Michelle McCool. Damn it. You took my honorable mention. I don't like that woman. I don't like Michelle McCool for the but it's even stronger hate for her that I have because uh, her and Nikki Bella for me in the Bella Twins as a whole, they're on the same level. I don't like them at all. It's on site with me. I don't like it. They were such arrogant, pompous bitches. And while Michelle McCool had some wrestling prowess, I will not lie, to me, the Bella Twins barely were at the um, pinnacle. They barely gave you anything. And I just was not fucking with it. And then what I really hated was their mean girl shit. That shit makes me so mad. And Michelle McCool is the brunt of my hatred for it. I don't like it. I don't like that character. I find it to be so cruel and so disrespectful on so many levels. Now, while I understand like I said, my picks are kayfabe-wise. I get the whole reasoning behind it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. That shit with Mickey James was fucked up. It was fucked up. I didn't like it. They called that girl a pig on TV, had her face on there. They was laughing at her. They was talking cash shit about her. Oh, it was, it was relentless how disrespectful they was to that lady. Yeah, but you know, you can get away with that when you're fucking somebody else's husband who's at top of the mountain now, can you? Oh, now she's calling her out. Wow. Well. So we talked about this shit before. And it was that whole thing when Freddie Prince Jr. came out and said she got so upset that she was going to drop the fucking title to Karma, aka Awesome Kong. And she got so upset that she went crying to take her. And he's like, and he's the one who handled it. But you're the one saying that you wanted. Like, or it was something going on with that title. And then wine is saying, oh, you know, you didn't want to drop the title, but you were okay doing this shit. Let me fucking tell you something. My entire life, I've had body issues. I've always thought I was fat when I wasn't. And people took advantage of that. 
when I tell you when I saw this shit going down, this is when I stopped watching wrestling. Nikki James is way is way more prettier than Michelle McCool. She made me so mad. I was like, every time I see her, it's on sight, baby. I don't you know, like that bitch. Funny, it's like she says some really horrible shit about like, you know, Black Lives Matter, and she's like, support the blue and all this shit. But then she has the audacity to show up in frizzy ass white girl cornrows. <laughs> and girl. Really? Did you piss your stylist off that day? Is that why they look bad? Well, she one who probably drew them. I don't mean who probably did them on her. I don't know. At this point, she can do whatever she want to do. I just don't fuck with that bitch. Like I don't like her. I don't like her. I want to fire her so bad. <laughs> like I want to fire her character so bad. Oh, oof. she's not worth it. Uh, I got an honorable mention. Do you have one? An honorable mention? Mm-hmm. No. Honorable mention is Sean Waltman. Sean Waltman? Who is that? Is that the hurricane? Oh, that's Shane Helms. Don't ever insult him. Who is Sean Waltman? X-Pac. Oh. Uh, whatever the fuck he's calling himself nowadays <laughs> this is on a because first off i've never liked him he always freaked me out a little bit as a kid he's a coattail rider he got where he was because of who he hung out with but on a personal level this is for Joe and the shit you did to her I mean, karma already came and got you because, you know, your asshole ripped when you were trying to hit the Bronco bus. I remember you telling me that. That took me out. (laughs) You fucked up, Joni. Anytime she had something going good, you always just weaseled your way back into her life. And that woman deserved to And you took it from her. So... Even though you have our, you are lacking an asshole, I will still fight you on site. I'll help her. For sure, for sure. I will help. Sure, Harley could beat up X or Stun Waltman. So. <laughs> okay, who is number one? <laughs> My, you want to go first or you want me to go number one? No, I want you to go first. My number one is Jim Cornette. I would hit this old ass man in a fucking heartbeat. Give me, give me. I mean, yeah, I can understand that. So it's like, I know I mentioned some people on this list where it's like, they are such assholes that they are like, I agree with Cornette. And like yesterday, uh, I was watching this like weird stuff on YouTube and I woke up to like a clip of Cornet. What is, go ahead. Uh, the whole lawsuit that Raka Khan's doing and he's just going off. He's like, this is just fucking bullshit. And he does make some good points. And, you know, you would think me being a total nerd for wrestling history i would want to sit there and hear him talk about it right because he's pretty much experienced like 50 years of being in the business or something like that he's been around like his whole attic is nothing but old school wrestling memorabilia which i would love to see but him as a person he is so shitty and misogynistic borderline racist And he's mad because wrestling has moved on from his opinion. So is Brett. So is Bret Hart, but that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. It's just. And then he says some off. Remember when he made me mad when he said that shit about Becky Lynch when she. Yeah. 
stretch marks and shit like that. If I was about her being pregnant, how it was the dumbest thing she ever did was get pregnant. And I was like, yeah, like that, that's, that's nice. Yeah, audacity to talk about a woman's body. Have you looked at yourself naked lately? Probably not. Because if I were you, I'd bust every single mirror in my house so I wouldn't have to look at me. I mean, looking at your face is enough, so. He's just, he is, he is a relic. Like literally, Alexa, play Dinosaurs Will Die by No Effects. Don't play that song. <laughs> um he's just he he has said some really off the wall shit and i know like it's probably for shock factor but he said that stuff about becky he says some off the wall shit about uh sonia and mandy when sonia's stalker broke in he has says some shit to uh a couple of wrestling personalities that i do admire one of them being brian zane from wrestling with regret i know i talk about him a lot but I absolutely love him. And he's actually probably one of the nicest guys. I've never had the uh, chance to meet him, but everyone talks about how great of a guy he is, how respectful he is, like all that cool stuff. And him and Cornette were actually pretty close. And then Cornette didn't agree with anything about Brian and you know, cut him off or whatever and said some pretty disgusting shit there. And, um, he said some he was broadcasting for nwa he said some shit about trevor murdoch riding through like um a country in africa with fried chicken strapped to the back of a motorcycle and people chasing after it oh Uh, wow really yeah this was a couple years ago i thought i told you about that is this the type of shit that we own okay because again i don't know if he's doing this for for shock factor or what the hell he's doing it for. But my favorite moment, and this is why Sammy Callahan will always be one of my five top five guys. Not wrestlers, top five guys. When Cornette said some very homophobic shit about Sonny Kiss. Now, is Sammy perfect? No. But Sammy has also grown up and he's learned a lot of stuff and he admits that he's changed. So, you know, good for fucking Sammy. He's friends with Sonny Kiss. And he didn't like what Cornette was saying. So ML, this is when he was in MLW for a while. And I believe Sammy was actually a booker for MLW at the well. Mm-hmm. And Cornette was on commentary. <laughs> Cornette was on commentary. And when Sammy came out, he went right over to the commentary table and spit on Cornette. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Then this motherfucker made a shirt of him spitting on Cornette. And then he used like the money to go to like a charity in Ohio or something like that. And I'm like, Sammy Callahan's like top one of my top five guys. I remember that shit. That was good shit. <laughs> and you know, he got fired from MLW. And it's just like, and a lot of people to this day say, look what he's doing in Impact right now. He's one of the biggest stars in it. And people are like, wow, you guys really chose Jim Cornette over fucking Sammy I think they said they had to because while we appreciate it what Sammy did and, you know, respect for his friend. Like, it, if they didn't punish him, it would have set a precedent that people can be disrespectful to um, the commentators. And you just can't do that. And unfortunately for Sammy, that was um, his cross to bear. But eventually it worked out for him in the end. You know? <laughs> see Corey Graves get knocked the fuck out for some of the shit that he says to people while he's on commentary but there there's a difference between saying that when like you're in character even though you know Corey's kind of crossed a couple of those lines a few times a lot of times mm-hmm. a lot, but All um time. that's Carmella for putting up with him because I sure as shit couldn't but um you know so like when he's out of character though you know people are when he's not doing his commentary you know, people aren't going to come up to him, but Corey can be an asshole, but 
he's kind of like, at least you know he's an asshole, I guess is mm-hmm. the best fit. Cornette's just a right out prick. And he hates anything fun about wrestling. He always finds something to bitch about it. And I'm not going to deny it. There are some things that I agree with him with, um, such as a lot of, uh, one of the big ones, and I would like to talk about this on the show, is all these dumb, like, I love hardcore wrestling. I'm not going to lie. Me and Nicole have this weird love for it, and I believe it can be done correctly. But he talks about these outlaw mud stop shows or whatever he fucking calls them. And it's these completely unsafe, super violent death matches that when you watch them, it makes me go, holy shit. It's out against that. And I completely agree with him because half these guys, they're green as fuck. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Like, yeah, I was just complaining about Moxley bleeding all over fucking everything, but Moxley's been doing this kind of shit since 2004. When he was in, he was in CZW and he competed in the death matches. And like, there's this shot of him taking like a, like a electric saw to the, to the forehead. But the thing is, it was a dull blade. So it couldn't cut you. It would just look cool. You know, like there, there's ways you can do this kind of shit safely. But what he's talking about is these guys going out there, like the IWAs, uh, uh, like all these, you know, rebel independent companies that they call themselves or whatever, going out here and doing these death matches and these hardcore matches and people are legit getting fucking hurt. That's one thing I completely agree with him on, that this shit needs to stop. If you're going to do hardcore, get trained to do hardcore properly so you can protect yourself and the person that you're wrestling with. Don't go out there and start busting fucking neon lights over my head without just because you saw once an ECW like 20 fucking years ago. I get, I get that. I'm with him 100% on that. But otherwise, he is a fucking fossil that, oh, I don't like him. And he probably wouldn't like me. And I'm completely okay with that because I'm not here to kiss Jim Cornette's ass. I tell him to ass, but (laughs) you. (laughs) Just just, just fuck you. I do like what he said, though, that he's actually changed his diet because he wants to outlive Vince Russo. And then he wants to that is they, fucking gnarly. And he has to go to Russo's grave and piss on it, even if he has like a catheter or some shit. And I'm just like, Jesus. Okay, I can see the hatred for that, but I hate you a lot more. Goodness me. You're an asshole. That's a lot. Jimmy, thank you. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> Good lord. Well, my number one <laughs> is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Oh, I'm not sure he's on everybody's list. At this point. I swear, after the shit they pull, you know why? Because he's such a fucking prick. And you know, and you know, he he's a likable person, though. And that's what makes it so bad, is that he has some like he has some likability but he just he makes it so hard to like him because he just everything has to be around him or about him he has to have that admiration and when he doesn't get it he feels like everybody else is the problem like I'm like dude this is why You've built one of the largest conglomerates in the world of entertainment, sports entertainment. One of your shows rivals one of the biggest shows in the world, the Super Bowl. Everybody watches WrestleMania, whether they love wrestling or not. It's one of the largest gatherings of sports entertainment in the world. It rivals the Olympics the World Cup, and you're mad. You get mad because your son-in-law comes in 
and takes it to a whole new fucking heights. And you come in and you shit. You just walk in and take a big, bumpy, nasty, corn-infested shit on everything. It's like, why? Why can't you be okay with other people running the shit, sir? You get to reap the benefits. Do you not understand that? Does that not come in clear? You are the one who everybody praises in the end because it's still your product. It's still something that you created and you don't even get it. And then on top of that, you are such a fucking asshole. You would rather coerce a woman into having sex with you. Get mad because she doesn't want to fuck you anymore, which in any, any hindsight, any woman that wants to have sex with you, God bless their souls, okay? God bless them because you, sir, are not attractive in any way, shape, or form. You, sir, are just, you are the bane of every woman's nightmares. The sound of your voice is abrasive. It just isn't okay. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the innate need for you to have all power. You have to be omnipotent. It's like, if you don't have that, then you don't know who you are anymore. You have literally become your character from wrestling. And that's fucking weird. You need therapy, sir. Like, I swear, if I ever see you, it's so inside for me. Like, I, I, I'm not going to be able to hold myself back. I'm just going to be like, that's fucking business, man. Is that, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on. Hey, yo, 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 come here, though. Let me talk to you right quick. I just want to talk to you. I just want to talk to you, babe. I just want to have a conversation. Then I'm going to give you two to the body and one to the face. I'm telling you, I'm going to give you a two-piece and an extra biscuit. I'm telling you right now. You, you, you just, you're unnecessarily idiotic. I, I don't understand. You would rather your company fall to the wayside to fucking Tony Khan. Let, let that sink in. You would rather your billion dollar conglomerate go down to the toilet to allegedly Okay, a booger sugar nerd, you would rather let your company go under to him than to allow people who are going to usher it into the future do what is necessary to keep the company afloat. You would rather keep your boys club intact than to do what's necessary to keep your company afloat. You should have kept your ass out of WWE. You should have let Stephanie stay in as CEO. You should have let Triple H stay in as COO or and head of creative. You should have left it as it was. There was an upswing with WWE. And then here you come. Here you come. And then Endeavor takes over. And they're taking over and everything's joining together. And they're so fucking stupid that they actually are like... Without Vince, there's no WWE. Clearly, that's not true. Clearly, that's not true. That company will survive, obviously, without his hands being involved. For six months, we saw a spike in WWE programming. People were watching Raw. Especially Raw, because Raw was sinking bad. Because nobody knew what the hell was going on. Your talent wasn't happy. You were ripping up scripts every fucking 20 minutes or like, you know, 20 seconds before you went on the fucking air. What you're doing. But for six months, we had it good. And then you come back doing this shit because you're a petty fucking child. Then you were in charge of that Raw after WrestleMania. One of the biggest Raws of the year and you cut Seth fucking Rollins? You cut Seth. Wasn't that one of the lowest rated Raws like at that point too? 
I'm sorry, what was that? Wasn't that also one of like the worst draws ever? Yeah. Yeah. It was shit time. Please don't mind my husband. He's an idiot. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> it definitely was. It, it was one of the worst draws in in history, record history. Mm-hmm. How can you have Seth Rollins, who's one of the hot? By the way, congratulations to Seth for getting a role in fucking MC, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. I need to look up the mm-hmm. serpent, the Serpent Society. I know a little bit about them, but I have to look up. Uh, she said he's a part of the Serpent Society. Gerard uh, uh, knows what that is. Okay. I got to do some more research too. I heard of them. But I do know what that is. I've never heard of any of that because I haven't dived that deep into the um, Marvel Cinematic Universe or Marvel period. Like hey. that's more, I'll usually ask y'all, I'll go to Nicole or Alexis or I'll ask you, but I have no yeah. clue. Yeah, then it's good because they usually hang out with Captain America, but like, or not hang out, but they're usually him. But it's funny because Serpent Society is actually uh owned by Roxanne Oil Company, which has been mentioned several times in past MCU movies. Like, I think in the first Iron Man... Oh my god, I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> in the first MCU movie, when him and... Uh, when Iron Man and um, Iron Monger are fighting, you can actually see the Roxanne Oil building like, in the background. Oh! So it, that is interesting and you look at certain things they either mention it in passing or you can see it real quick like that's a little just a little tidbit for the nerds out there but anyway getting back to vince it's like this is the biggest show like wrestlemania is your biggest show and then you're gonna have people there to see it like people will make a whole weekend out of wrestlemania and then they'll still go to raw on monday i don't think i could fucking do that especially after going saturday and sunday i couldn't do that but you imagine like sitting through that and you're like wow i fucking paid for this yeah it hyped because seth rollins comes out and then he just leaves and you're just like what the hell what was that all about but you know what the only thing about vince that i'll say is hell is hot because sir you are not seeing them pearly gates you have done so much shitty things so many horrible things to people and you've gotten away with it and after the six months that we had because i'm pretty sure this endeavor deal was not going down while you were there and because of you guys being idiots you lost the opportunity to have jay white Yep, because you didn't get back to him in time. We're so worried about this sale. And then you had people right off the bat. Fucking dirt sheets went crazy. They were saying that people weren't happy that Vince was in the back. They were saying women were uncomfortable because he was there. They were saying certain people were not happy and ready to walk out because Vince was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a whole thing. And then people were like, SmackDown's got to be good. And then we could tell SmackDown was done by Hunter. But they still want to put Vince in creative control. And it's just like, we had six months to show what they were capable of doing. They had people who hadn't watched wrestling in years turning back in. True. It up in one night. Sorry, if I was a wrestler or I worked in the back and I saw Vince sitting there, I'd be like, oh my God, my leg just broke and like slammed something heavy into it. Oh shit. I would not want to be around him. Like knowing all the shit that came out about him. Like he, I don't care if he's Vince McMahon. He should feel the same smoke that anybody else who's a fucking predator, because that's what he is, should get. They should be made uncomfortable to the point that they are needed, they are they are told they need a fucking leave. I agree. 
it's gonna sound bad but vince goes i'm not gonna feel sorry for him i'm not gonna cry i'll be like oh okay what else like i'm not even trying to be funny or anything but i don't know he'll get his because here, here's the thing with guys like vince they wwe is the only thing that's keeping him alive at this point i can believe it if it wasn't for wwe he, what else does he have to live for waking up and working out i mean yeah and his grandkids yeah, well, I mean, uh, he's such a piece of shit. <laughs> he really is, man. It's just like, ugh. like I, I remember he did that interview on um, he was on Pat McAfee's show, and I was watching, and I'm like, he's such a likable dude, and you always hear it, like. Everybody pretty much says they like him, you know, like with just like personal conversations, how they were able to talk to him one-on-one. It was like on like paper and like one-on-one, he's really nice. And I can understand why a lot of people like him, but he's just, he's just really shitty. And I'm just like, God, like, why can't you just be a decent motherfucker? Like, why do you have to be such a grotesque piece of shit? But you're, I mean, you're completely right, though. Like, he's so worried that he, like you said, he, look, if I was going to do business, take away what we know about Vince McMahon, right? All the horrible things that he's done and everything that he did. If I'm looking to do business with somebody and I had to choose between Tony Khan or Vince McMahon, Vince can't. I'm going to say this. Vince has a way of being mature, but he's not mature. He can sell you this really great idea that he has, right? But I mean, I don't know how to say this. All I know is I'd rather do business with Vince McMahon than Tony Khan because at least, you know, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say it, but it's not coming out the way I want it to. Fuck. I hate this. I'd rather be in business with Vince McMahon than Tony Khan, because at least Vince knows what the somewhat the hell he's doing. That's what I was trying fair. to say. That's what That's I was trying fair. to say. Like, you know, Vince is going to hell. He's not seeing the pearly gates, and he's got a lot to answer for when he meets his maker. But at least, at least Vince is a straight up asshole. But Vince does business. Like, at least Vince, when they let people go, he has somebody to write the emails like in advance saying, hey, sorry, we're going to have to let you go. Um, like over here, who the guy is like, oh, you know, if people want to leave, they'll leave and blah, blah, blah. And how many people in the AEW camp said, I mean, what's the one that just recently got, got that treatment? I don't know it was a female wrestler. I don't remember her name, but I know she didn't even know she was, you know, let go. Bates. Leva Bates, blue pants. Oh. He found out when AEW first started. The first, she was in the first women AEW women's match with Allie at their first pay-per-view show. She was like the second or third match. God, how do I remember that? But her friends knew before she did, and she found out she was fired through her friends. Like, what the fuck? At least I'll get an email saying, hey, sorry, we have to let you go. It's a 90-day clause, so we'll still hold you. We'll still pay you for what we owe you in the next 90 days. So if I still had two years on my contract, but you're still letting me go, and I'm getting all that shit in a lump sum in 90 days, hell yeah. Yeah, because you'll be getting paid. But that's not the case with them in AEW. Like, once they're got cut off, they're cut off. Vince is a straight-up asshole. He's not hiding behind the fact that he, he's act that he's not an asshole. We know he's a fucking asshole. You definitely see him coming. Tony Khan is a wolf in sheep's clothes. Khan is, oh, you know, we're all friends and kumbaya, want to be cult leader, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. 
here's the thing. Vince knows what the hell he's doing because he has had competitors come and go. And WWE is still standing. That's... I'm not taking away from anything. The guy deserves to get smacked. He deserves to be put in a one or a half star nursing home and have the same shit happen to him that he did to all those women. But I'm going to buy my time because I know when he finally goes, he's going to have a lot to fucking answer for. Well, that's all we got. And we ain't got no more. So we will see you guys next week. And hopefully all the girls will be back next week and we'll be able to have a different show. And we may even have, well, we will have a new world heavyweight champion because Night of Champions is next week. And so is NXT Battleground. And I think All In is next week. So... There's a lot going on. There's a lot of wrestling happening next week. But we will see you guys next week. All right? Have a good night. Night. <laughs>